Ever wonder what the dog in your life is thinking? Well, join me, Liz Murdoch, animal communicator, talking with the dogs and finding out what dogs want people in their lives to know and understand. I've spent my life talking and listening to animals. So if you consider yourself a dog person or just happen to have a dog, I'm here to help you learn how to talk or listen to the dogs in your life. I chat with people too, sharing stories and tips on exactly how animal communication or being a dog whisperer makes an impact at home or when working with the dogs. So welcome to Talking with the Dogs podcast, a place where we uncover exactly what dogs want us to know and celebrate that every dog has a story. This episode is brought to you by Noble Pet Foods. No nonsense, no bull. Go to noblefoods.com, use promo code DOGTALK15, and they'll deliver dog food to your house with Noble. Today we have Jamie Rudin, who is the founder of Dog Spotted, and she has just launched a new website for dog parents to support them in all aspects of caring for their dog and how to connect in community with the vets and the dog walkers and everything. And we're so excited to share what she's created. And also we're gonna tune in with her own dog, Lucy, to find out what Lucy thinks about this new venture and anything else Lucy wants or needs Jamie to know. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Tell us what it is that you've created with Dog Spotted. Yeah, so Dog Spotted came up from experiences. Um, I grew up with dogs. I grew up with uh, Taz and Cappuccino. Mm-hmm. And being a dog sibling versus a dog parent is a totally different ball game, as I'm sure most people know. And when we fostered another dog in May during the pandemic, by the second day we had him, we noticed he was covered in fleas. And neither my boyfriend or I had dealt with that before. So we were Googling high and low to find a remedy. And we just couldn't find a legitimate site that we could trust. Did you feel that they were just trying, the sites that you found were just trying to sell you on their products? I think some definitely were like plugging in hard. And I think some were just people doing what they think was right. But I was like, I want one with an expert giving me this reliable, authentic choice or solution. Okay. So totally. So that's why I've been inviting either long-term dog parents that are like very um, invested in their dog's care or a vet groomer, trainer, walker, or small dog businesses that have focused on creating products to improve their dog's life. Um, So that's one piece of it. Um, The other piece, as mentioned with the small businesses, um, when I adopted Lucy, Uh, The amazing rescue, Roughhouse Rescue, had a trainer on site to give you an orientation to tell you what are the good toys, what are the bad toys, what are the good foods, what are the bad foods. And shortly thereafter, we went to Petco to get her the necessities. And I was just absolutely astounded to see these bad toys and these bad foods lining the shelves. So I was like, we need to find a solution. And so many amazing small businesses are filling that gap. So that's another piece. And we offer discount codes and promotions and we do events with small businesses to get their word out there and also alleviate your wallet. Um, And then the third thing is on top of the events is we are really big proponents of rescues as Lucy's a rescue. 
And we have a whole database for New York City dog parents to start where they can filter rescues that are accessible to them and they can filter whether they can foster to adopt. If they just offering foster, can you only just adopt the dog? Or my personal favorite is breed specific um, because there's so many people that are like, I wanna get this certain dog. And there's actually a good amount of rescues that might serve that. So for example, there's one for Shiba Inus, there's one for Cocker Spaniels, which are usually considered designer dogs, but you can rescue them. Right, right. And many of them, because I know that some people think, oh, I don't want to get a rescue because, you know, they've been traumatized. And I sometimes, I, I mean, often when I talk about rescues from my own work, working with rescues, is that some of these dogs are not traumatized. There's just been something that happened in the family that they discovered the child's allergic. They've discovered some reason that is, they wish they could keep their dog, but they really can't. And they're doing the best thing they can by giving this dog a new home. And the rescues are facilitating that. And it's a great place to at least start if you're looking for a certain breed that you can't find at an animal shelter is these rescues that are trained for these dogs and know how to screen them, screen the right family, a family that's a good match for the particular dog. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And these rescues take such care. They don't want to just give the dog away to any family. They want to make sure not only is a good fit for you, but also a good fit for the dog. Right. I know I looked at dogs when I was looking for a rescue and I was like, oh, that dog looks so cute. And they're like, this dog has to have another dog in the house or this dog needs to have a backyard with a fence. And I live in Manhattan, so I don't have that. And I didn't have another dog. So they were like, then this is not for you. And I honestly respect that. Obviously the moment I was disappointed, but I respect that because they're putting the dog's needs first. And I think, like you said, these past traumas, but like, just because the dog needs a fenced yard or a buddy, right. That doesn't make right. them bad or good. And there's different behavioral issues that are definitely over time you can help. So the foster dog, for example, had severe separation anxiety that we had him for three weeks that my boyfriend and I were literally sleeping on the floor on yoga mats, playing ocean music to help soothe him go to sleep. So it's just about the commitment and the time. And think, I honestly think of my dog as like my fur baby, so. So I wanna do one disclaimer because there are people who are like, oh no, I don't want a dog like that. But there are other people who love helping dogs like that because they've had experience and they know that the dog can uh, recover or develop resilience and have a transformation that makes it be able to settle happily ever after into a new home. Okay, so your Dog Spotted is bringing this community together of helping people spot the dog that's right for them, sort of, and find their resources. You're not selling this flea medicine over another one. It's a place to get information when you're trying to figure out or somebody like CBD is a big thing. You, they can go and find out information in different resources so that when they go to their vet or they go to their CBD provider, they can say, oh, I'm, I have a little bit more education and I can make the right choice for my dog and all of that for all sorts of things. Is that right? hundred percent. And we have two Instagram accounts. So one is our at dog spotted, which is fun and um, really focused on the community and educational but we also have another handle called at spots, adoptable friends, yeah. where we also talk about educating about rescues and 
busting myths and having takeovers with other rescue organizations. And there's a lot of resources there as well. Um, so we kind of have this dual community as well as our e-newsletter where we talk about rescues, we talk about products, we talk about dog stories happening around the world. Um, right, we had right. one talking about like how John Hamm rescued this one dog that kept getting returned to the rescue, I think like five times, which is I just, oh. But that's, yeah. you know what, the other thing I know, I mean, we feel bad, but this is where my, I'm like, my own mission to educate people is if a dog is not right for a family, rather than traumatize a family, traumatize a dog, it's not working out. then sometimes the best thing to do is return the dog. Or yeah. if you haven't been able to work it out with a trainer and practicing or calling the rescue and saying, we, we need support, a, a reputable rescue for those of you who are listening, who might think I'm going to go adopt a dog. They will support you as you get the dog settled in. Some don't make it official for several weeks. So know that when you're adopting a dog, that it is a village that you are going to need to create for your dog. And that's what Dog Spotted is trying to do to support you is be a clearinghouse sort of for your village that we all really need. And we don't always, aren't always so aware that we need it. Right. Totally. And there's no manual, right. And we actually have created in, and we're releasing it in chunks through our e-newsletter is we call it the ultimate guide. And oh, there's cute. different chapters to help you navigate uh, being a dog parent. So one of the chapters was how do you know you're ready to adopt or how to budget for your rescue dog or dog. And there's so many different resources. And for example, I don't know if you're familiar with small door vet in New York. Mm -hmm. um, they actually are very big on the rescue front. For your first exam, if you obviously prove that you rescued the dog, free. Mm -hmm. And they also have a telehealth membership. Um, and if you rescue through our promo code, you can get a free membership for a year. Um, so many great resources. So I want to get to Lucy as well and find out what Lucy thinks of all of this. I have not met Lucy before. We had our brief hello. Lucy, are you around? Can you hear us? We yes, Lucy's to... coming out. Lucy. Now's your chance to uh, say what you want your family to know, what you want our listeners to know. Yeah. Lucy, hi. Say Hello, hi, Lucy. girl. I'm so glad that you were able to wait patiently, Lucy. Oh, the first thing she says is walks. She, she says the downside of New York is when she's cooped up inside, she says that some days she can go longer than others. She likes a long walks, okay. I'm going to slow down. She wants the long walks. Gosh, she, it frustrates her when there's more, um, the crowds she likes, actually, she likes this pandemic thing because the streets aren't as crowded. And she, she likes when the streets are less crowded because she likes to go. She said, yeah, could be a racehorse. A hundred percent. She's a total speed demon. She is. She is. And getting outside, she goes, it's hard for her to stay inside in the winter. Lucy, you're telling me about it. So I know that, that you like it outside and the snow is a bit much sometimes. Yeah. Right? It's a little cold for her. Yeah. Doesn't like that so much, but she, what she, gosh, she's an outside girl. What she likes about living in New York. I used to live in New York and I never thought much about the dogs, you know, having it. I didn't have a dog when I lived in New York, but she loves it because there's, there are so many good smells and that 
and I have talked to people about the importance of mixing up the walks. I live in California and I worked with a dog trainer when I first got one of my dogs. I always have a dog trainer when I get a new dog just for a refresher and point out like, oh, so anyway, she was talking about the importance of mixing up your walks for the dog's benefit. So they're familiar walking in new places. But Lucy says in New York, you can walk the same route, but it's different every day because the people like here in California, when we walk, I know my neighbors, they walk at the same time. We go the same way. Yeah, Lucy, you would think it's boring. But in New York, that's interesting. The same walk is different every day because some days are delivery days. I can see these trucks. Wow, some days are delivery days. Some days are trash days that in California, our trash is, you know, most people know, most places in America, trash is trash day. But in New York, as you know, Jamie, trash is on the streets. Yep. The, the workers are, you know, getting out of the trucks often to get it and load it up, which in here. So she's got so many interesting things. She loves having been a dog in New York City. That's wow. good to know. I'm glad. Yeah, she, she's fascinated by that. Um, so you notice that she likes her outside time. Oh, she thrives. She just, the other day we took her, I took her out and there was like a fenced area and it was actually covered in snow. So I was like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. But it was just nice and closed up. So that's why. And I just let her go. And she just went zoom, 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 zoom. And just darted all over the place. Does she go to that park in Washington Square? No, it's I'm in. It's near Battery Park. Okay. Um, and we normally sit there in that same spot in the summer and have picnics there. But it was obviously dead because it was covered in snow. And she just like bolted around and loved it. Yeah. I think she was just excited to run around because it's been she snowing. to move. She wants to move a lot. That's very important to her. Okay, so Lucy, we lost you from the camera, but we're still chatting. I want to get what else is good besides your walks because I always like the challenge of, okay, what else can you say that's specific that Jamie would know that you like? Oh, okay, so she likes that when you go outside and it's cold out and she does hate the cold, you, warm, you have a way of warming her up and she comes in, she loves... The, she it's like a, a thawing out mm. and that you take good care of her in thought helping her thaw out after I guess do you rub her down when it when it's really cold like when it snowed do you thaw her it's like she's wrapped in a I get this feeling of, of her thawing out do you know what I'm talking yeah, about yeah well what we do is we if her legs and paws are wet we'll wipe her down with a wet paper towel just to get all the sud off then we'll do a dry paper towel then we'll put like a, um, what is it? Like a palm, like a dog palm on her paws. Yeah. And then we put her in a blanket. It's a whole procedure. Oh, it's a total process. Thawing her out, it's like a spa. And <laughs> she's okay with the, the drying off, but this whole envelope of this, like those, a plush blanket or something, it's just like so nice. She loves that. But that's the best part of being cold for her is what you do when you come home. So I want you to talk a bit about, because I like the education part, when a dog goes outside in the rain or the snow or whatever, especially these little dogs, but there are big dogs who care about it too. In fact, my big dogs will stand and wait for their paws to be dried off. And not everyone is an experienced dog listener. So tell us what you do, because 
Lucy loves this. And for those of you listening, if you figure out what works in your house, your dog's dirty paws is an opportunity to bond with your dog and make it one of their favorite things to go outside when it's cold and wet. Right, Jamie? A hundred percent. So we actually bought her boots. She was not having it, which I think most dogs aren't fans of it, but she really wasn't having it. So we, when we're walking down the streets of New York, we actually have to almost play a game of like obstacle course because there's that salt that actually can burn their paws. So there's some parts of the block that are totally fine. And then there's parts where like in the middle of the block, there'll be a spurt of that salt. So we pick her up to make sure that her paws don't get burned. Um, And then when we come back, it's, well, it's dangerous for them. I don't want her to get hurt. And she's always shaking because she, like you said, does not like the cold. She's definitely a summer babe. Um, But when she comes back, going to your point, she bolts from the elevator in the hallway to our door because she's, like you said, so excited to start that warming up process. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So we take off her collar and her uh, jacket. And she's also very particular with her jacket in terms of she doesn't like jackets that have like sleeves for her legs. She likes to be free bound, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, she's a mover. So we, as mentioned, we just wipe her down to get all like the soot because it's New York. And then we dry her off and then we add this, like, I think it's like a coconut um, type of oil for her palms so that, cause they get dry in the winter. And then we actually have a heated blanket um, that my boyfriend's mom gave us. And then we wrap her in. It's a total process. And then she's just a total cuddle bug and we'll watch any show that I want. She does not fight for the remote. (laughs) No, no, this is a big deal. Okay, so that's good. So Lucy, we got your favorite things. So we're going to move on to what do you want Jamie to know for anyone in the house? What's important to you to know? She's hiding right now. That's okay. Don't, she can rest. Okay. So she says, I like it here. I guess you've thought about moving. I mean, I would love to be in California. Because she she says that she likes it here. Oh, okay. Sometimes they pick up on like the bigger things. Like if you've thought about moving, I that's what she's saying so she she really likes where she lives and like she's saying I hear this it's good for you too Jamie it's good for your business your business may grow but for now she's like I like it here um oh she's publicity shy she so you have a business that's growing and she's like I hear this she's like it's not about me it's more about you like there are some people who want to integrate their dogs into their work. I have clients who, I mean, they take their dog to work because it's, it, their clients like their dogs. Lucy's like this dog spotted is not about me. She likes to be in the background. And does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, she's like your muse. She says, I hear she's like your muse that she yeah. gives you inspiration. She wants to know that she knows full well that she's the inspiration and you can use that part in your talks, I guess, as you promote it. Well, that's good. She also, we've had illustrations of her. So she knows that she has definitely been amused and we've learned a lot just by being her parents. So yeah, she would much rather be inspiration in your muse rather than the face of your business and you go be the face. Okay. Okay. So she says, take it day by day when you rescue a dog that you, I guess, 
you can tell us if this is true or how true what you can relate to. She says that when you adopted her, that you had there were it was touch and go at times, and you had to take it day by day as well, and that people forget that sometimes they get their dogs and they know many people have that knowing sense like I have a knowing sense when they get their dogs they have a knowing sense that this is the dog for them they take the dog home and then it's like oh wait I didn't bargain for this and Lucy says that you had some wide-eyed moments you weren't thinking about giving her back but you had wide-eyed moments and that's a message that you can use to remind people because they, those of you in the audience, need to know that sometimes when you get a dog, even if it's like your perfect dog, whether you got it at a shelter or a rescue or a breeder, regardless, sometimes you need to take it day by day. A hundred percent. I think, have you ever heard of the 333 rule when rescuing dogs? Not. So the rule that I heard is that it's three days, three, three weeks, three months. And the first okay. three days... They're like, where am I? What is going on? I'm not super comfortable. Three weeks, it's like, okay, I'm getting adjusted. This is, I think, where I'm going to be. I'm sniffing still things out. I'm still figuring it out. And then by three months, they consider part of your pack mm -hmm. and part of your family. And it's funny, even with the foster dog that we had and with Lucy, different attributes have come out. Like she was so scared, bless her heart. And we got nervous. We took her to the vet on the second day because she didn't pee for like two days. Yeah. And we were like, she was just so anxious. Mm -hmm. And it definitely took a while to get her house broken um, and just get accustomed. And really, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot about this. When we first got her, she was petrified of dogs. Like mm -hmm. so scared. To the yeah. point that we have a mirror dresser and even if she looks at herself she would be freaking out and now mm -hmm. she is the like miss popularity like wants to meet every dog and i think it's because she feels more settled in yeah. her home and knows that we'll be there for her because what really i think kick-started her being more comfortable was if dogs came up to us when we were with her and we pet her and show them that they're friendly and kind then she would be like, okay, maybe this dog isn't so bad if mom and dad are okay with the dog. And I don't know what happened to her before coming home with us, but I imagine it wasn't super positive with other dogs. It may have been a negative experience that she had with the other dogs, but it also may have been that she didn't have any experience. So she didn't right. know. And so she was a little bit, whatever. Taking it back. Yeah. Yes. So it doesn't matter in some ways because I don't like to get too tied up into the past of these dogs. But what is important is that even that we're modeling to our dogs and that they are watching how we react. And if we're afraid of a big dog, if I was bit by a big dog and I see a big dog and I'm like, oh, my dogs are going to feel that through the leash. And so we have to work on our issues if we have them about do dogs because totally. our dogs are going to pick up on that. So Jamie, people who want to find out of all these tips you have you just launched your website is just yep. available there are changes coming probably all the time as people find out and want to get involved and share their resources and you've got coupons you said where should they go tell us again yeah so we have our website dogspotted.com where all our content lives 
um, except we do have some separate content for our e-news subscribers that is high value. So you'll get even more content there. Um, I only send that once or twice a week. Um, the other piece is for those that are dog experts in the industry and want to partner and collaborate, we have a LinkedIn group. We have um, options for you to sign up where you can write content, we can collaborate on events, and we also have an ambassador program for experts or really, really, really passionate dog people that want to help spread the word of Dog Spotted and giving these resources out. Um, and then the vendor booklet um, that you mentioned about the coupons, the promo codes are exclusive to Dog Spotted, and you can only get them when you sign up for the e-newsletter. Um, so I highly recommend, and there's always good tidbits in there and great fun uh, product recommendations there that you might not have thought of, um, but the content really varies. There's six categories within the blog. So there's outings, different places to go with your dog that are dog friendly. There's entertainment, which could be anything from movies or pop culture. There's what I like to call parenthood. And it's just about being a dog parent and advice on that and stories. Um, then we have an advice one that comes from more of the expert side. And we even have an advice column. So if you're interested in asking a vet or a trainer, or a groomer, or a walker a question, we have a forum that you can do an ask and question with our expert. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have um, wellness uh, that is more health focused. And then we have one last one about products that we recommend and we make it super easy for you to find them. Wow, so it's a perfect destination for anyone who needs anything about their dog. I will have this information in the show notes. You can check my website, talkingwiththedogs.com. The show notes will be there. And this is just so exciting as we bring everyone together who works with the dog. Um, you've got everything in one place. And I hope you listeners will take advantage of the great resources to make it so much easier for you taking care of your dog and having fun with your dog. hundred percent. And one really other cool feature that differentiates us is we actually customize the website to you and your dog. So when you do sign up for our website, there's a link. You can go on it without signing up. But if you do, you enter your dog's name, their age, and then the content is crafted towards your dog and you will see your dog's name in the content as well as it relating to the age as well. Wow. This is amazing. This is amazing. I think it's exciting. And I hope that when people um, have an issue like that day by day and you're like, oh gosh, what do I do? I need to know about such and such that they'll go here because you don't have to be frustrated. And there's so many of us in the community and all the small businesses that you're going to give a platform to that want to serve dogs and their people will have a, a place that we can go to find them like that paw oil and stuff. Cause Absolutely. I never heard about it. And I had a client the other day who needed something like that. So it's, this is exciting. So thank you, Jamie, for joining us. And thank you on behalf of all the dogs and people out there who will benefit. It's, I know this has been a lot of work to bring to life, but thank you for sticking at it because it sounds like it's um, gonna be a great contribution down the road with many exciting things. Wherever you are, if you end up moving to California, <laughs> at one point, it'll still be, it's all set up, so. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It's You're been welcome. such a pleasure and I'm not saying anything now, but there is a whole other phase that we're going to launch after we launch the first part, which is already up. 
Um, so we're super excited to share that. Uh, but for now, it's just on the DL. So you'll definitely have to stay tuned in our e-newsletters to see what's coming. Perfect. Well, we look forward to that. Lucy, I look forward to you um, hearing more on your stories as well. I bet we will hear that as inspiration. And to my listeners, thank you for joining us at Talking with the Dogs and learning more about how to tune in with your own dog, what the dogs have to say and want you to know. Come to my uh, website to get your tips to talking with your own dog. And I hope you have a great day, whatever you do with your dog. Thank you again, Jamie Rudin of Dog Spotted for talking with me at Talking with the Dogs. I love talking with you and learning more about your dog, you, and your work with Dog Spotted. If you in the audience would like to work with me and find out more about your dogs, you can find me at talkingwiththedogs.com. You can book a session to find out what your dog wants or needs you to know, find out about my workshops, and watch some of my videos. In the meantime, I hope you have a great day talking or listening to your dog.